This is Gemara Yevamah's Daf Peiches, and again we begin another week of Daf. Mirza Hashem, we're going to again try to get all the shirim up in due time with Yom Kippur on the horizon. We're holding on Peizayin Merbeis, ten lines from the bottom, the two dots. Irechon Meida Shehi Parua says the Gemara, quoting the Mishnah, that what is the status if a woman has to swear in a scenario where Neirechon gives Eidos that she was paid, then the Mishnah said that yes, this is one of the cases that the only way that she could collect is if she makes a Shavu. So says the Gemara, thought to say Shavu Daraisa. We begin today with what type of shvua is this woman making in the Mishnah? So Rabbi Barachama thought that in the scenario that Anidachad says that she was paid, and now she's making a shvua that she was not to collect, says Rabbi Barachama, this is shvua daraisa. Why is the shvua daraisa? It says in the Vasik. Says the Vasik. Then Eid Echad cannot stand up for Avoin and Chatos. Literally punishment and penalty. And the Gemara of Rabbi Racham is Medayik and he infers Cholam the Cholchatos who day I come. So seemingly an Eid Echad only doesn't have the power to incriminate a person. Cholam the Cholchatos. But you want to know, can an Eid Echad require someone to make a Shvuah? Seemingly, the answer should be yes. And the Gemara explains, The general rule is, in any scenario, that if two Eidim would give the same Eidos, they would obligate someone to pay. Then if one Eid gives that Eidos, so therefore in our Mishnah, if two Eidim would have came along and said what this Eid said, the woman would have to pay. So seemingly, now she has to swear. So says Rami Rachama, this shvua of when an Eid says she was paid, the woman's shvua is a din daraisa. Amar Rava, and this should be a bit familiar from yesterday's da, five lines from the bottom, says Rava, I have two things to tell you. Number one, a very important rule. Any biblical swearing. Any Shvua Daraisa says Rava is Nishbayin, you swear, Veloy Mishaman, you don't pay. The he, and in this case, this woman, Nishbaas, Avinay tell us, she's swearing and she's collecting based on the Shvua. So, number one, such an oath can never be a Shvua Daraisa. Void, and number two, a Nishbayin al Kviras, Shivar Karkois. You never swear when you're denying a lien on land. And since the woman to collect your ksuba has a lien on all of her husband's properties, therefore such a case will never be a shvua daraisa. Ella Omar Rava, so rather says Rava, says Rava, the shvua in the mission, you know it really is, it's a shvua darabonon. Why did the rabbonon make her, make her make a shvua? To keep her husband at ease, that since Lamaisa, the husband's claim has an Eid so the Rabbanon said, woman, wife, you have to swear. In order that the husband goes to sleep easy at night, because he had an aid 
opposing her claim that she did not collect Iksuba. So did number one of the day is when the Mishnah taught us in Echad, Me'idashi Paruah, what type of Shvua was that? It's a Shvua Dira Bonun. So Omai Rav Papa, now that we learned that this Shvua in the Mishnah, when there's a case of an Eid Echad, is a Shvua Dira Bonun, as we turn over to Bechas HaManalf, says Rav Papa, I'm going to tell you how the husband has the ability to transform and change this Shvua into a Shvua Deoraisa. Says Rav Papa, Yipikech, if the husband is wise, if he is smart, he can make you make a Shvua Deoraisa. Why? Not why, excuse me. How? Let him give her a bit of the Ksuba in front of one witness. And rely and lean the first witness on the second witness. So now we have two Aidin and Bezdin saying that she got paid. One aid that has been here all along saying she got paid. And now we have a second aid saying, I just saw the husband bear the Ksuba. And then, And then let the first payment He's going to say that was a milva, that was a halva, that was a loan. And now, any of the reasons that we just mentioned, that it's not able to be a shvua deraisa. Number one, because kol nishvayin shvua, kol nishvayin midaraisa. Nishvayin v'loy naitzlin. And number two, you never swear again, shivit karkais, would not apply. Because the first payment was a loan. And now, the husband says to the woman, I gave you the money, you are owing me the cash. So now we see the two rules. There's no lien on that property. And she's not swearing and collecting. She's going to swear and pay. So says Rabbi, the husband was wise. He should pay her again in front of a singular aid. Thereby transforming the Shavuot de Rabbanan into a Shavuot de Reza. Now this doesn't sit well by anyone. Don't worry. Because Maskala Rav Shisha five lines on the top. Says what are you talking about? These are two singular Adim. As Rashi in the first narrow line says, how can he tell me that these two Adim come in and give Adis together? Yavoni saying she got the Ksuba on January 1st. You have another Adim saying she got the Ksuba today on October 1st. How do these two Adim have anything to do with each other? So says Rav Shisha, you know, if you wanted to pull the shtick, she has to bear the ksuba in front of two Edim, in front of the original aid and in front of a second aid. And then say, the first payment was Alva. Then we would have two Edim saying she got paid. So she would have to now make a Shavuot Daraisa in order to collect, and it does not co- run contrary to the original rules. So, Maskevla, Ravashi, yes, Ravashi, Akati Cholameim Rebeis Ksuba Savai. What do you mean? She could say there were two different Ksubais, and you're right, there were two different payments, and he still owes me, because if he's saying that the second one was the Ksuba and the first one is Alva, so she could claim there were two Ksubais. Elam Ravashi, who the mighty who says Ravashi? No, in the second case, you know what it's going to work. In the case of of Rav Shisha Ravidi to make it a shvur daraisa, 
is only when he tells the two Edim that this second payment is for Iksuba. And he tells the aid and there were not two Iksubas so that she cannot claim that. And that is how potentially you could transform this into a Shvua Dereza. Now, we're going to point out, no time for this right now, but Taisus over here takes issue with what we just explained. And Taisus claims that there should be a case that two singular Edim do combine, and therefore, and therefore, Taisus does not like the Gemara's Kasha, that the Gemara asks, what do you mean, how could two singular Edim be considered one aid together? Because Taisus says, there are cases in Gemara's that we find that two singular Edim could indeed, could indeed combine to be considered two Edim, and we'll leave it at that. And we continue 10 lines down to the two dots. Melchasim Mishu Badim. Quoting the case of the Mishnah, that if the, that if this, that if the woman's collecting Uksuba from properties, the Chasim Mishu Badim, or said the Mishnah, from the Chasim of Yisaymim, then what's the halacha? She has to make a Shvua. Tilan Hasam, you learned in the Mishnah, and similarly, if you say we are coming to collect, you have to swear. Says the Gemara, Miman. What's the case? If the Yisayim are collecting the debt of their father from the borrower, they go over to Reuven and say, Reuven, you owe us our father hundred bucks. Says, might understand. If their father went over to this guy, he would be able to collect without a Shvua. So why the Yisayim having to swear? the case is if the Yisayimim are collecting from another set of Yisayimim, if the Yisayimim are going, if the orphans are going to the kids of the Leva and collecting, that is the case that they would have to make a Shvua. And Amr Azik, Amr Av Yudah, Le'ishanu El-Shamri Yisayimim, Amr Lanu Abba Laviti Uparati. Tzad Rav Zerika, the name Rav Yudah, the case that we have to be referring to, the case that they're going to have to make a Shvua, is only when they claimed Abu Lovisi Uparati. I borrowed the money and I paid it. Meaning that the kids of the borrower say that our father said to us, I borrowed and I already paid. Aval Amru Amrlanu Abalai Lovisi. But let's say the kids said, our father said, I never borrowed. Then the assignment would not be able to collect even with a Shvua. So if Zerikam Rav Yudah qualifies this din, this din of Yisayimim of Orphans collecting with the Shvua is only in a case in which the children of the borrower of the life are saying our father has taught us, yes, he indeed borrowed, but Uparati, he paid up. That's when these Yisayimim could swear and collect. But if, but if they said, no, our father told us they never borrowed this cash, then they, the Yisayimim cannot even collect with a shvua. Maskev la Rava comes like Rava, and Rava's not happy. And Rava asks Rava, Kalaymer la Levisi, Kalaymer la Barati, dummy. Asks Rava, the general rule is that if someone says, I did not borrow, I did not borrow, that's as if he's saying, Loi Parati. That's as if he's saying, I did not pay, meaning, that's as if he admitted there was Alva. So asks Rava, and Ravzika, read the reviews, I don't understand. If, the children of the borrower are saying, Loparati, Lelevisi, excuse me, we didn't borrow. It's as if they said, we didn't pay. And then for sure, in that scenario, they should be owed the money. Then for sure, in that case, 
the children of the of the Malva should certainly be able to collect. Answers the Gemara Liyetmar Achiyetmar explains the Gemara. This din of Rav Zvika, the name Rav Yudah must have been as follows. Amr Rav Zvika, Amr Rav Yudah, Loishan al Shamru, the exact opposite. That the case of the Yisemim collecting with Ishvua, Loishan al Shamru, Yisemim, Amr Lanu, Abel, Avisi, Uparati. That's when, yes, you collect with Ishvua. That if the children of the borrower said, yes, our father told us we borrowed, but we paid back. But if the father said, the children claim, then not only, and it's even better for these assignments. So Rav Zikr, Rav Yud, does not come say, a Chumra, he's saying, Kula does put it in those words. That he's saying that this din of Shvua, of the assignment swearing, is specifically in a case of Lavisi Uparati. But if the uh, kids of the borrower are saying Loy Lavisi, then they can collect him without a Shvua. Why? Shkolomer Lavisi, Kaimel Parati, Dami. Because the say Lavisi is in essence saying we did not pay back. And then they can collect even without a Shvua. And we continue 15 lines at the bottom of Pechazim and Alpha, Tudat, Nefrash, Lavavanim, Lotifral, Bishvua. And anytime a woman is collecting in front of the husband, she collects without a Shvua, uh, only with a Shvua, Amaravacha. Sarah Bira, Maisa Bal of Meir, Rav Yitzchak, a story came in front of Rav Yitzchak, Bantochi of Amrlan, Vamar, Loishanol, Xubas Isha. This din in the Mishnah is only by Xuba that when you're collecting down in front of the person, she has to swear, Misham China, in order to appease the woman, Avo Balchai, Vlai. But says Rav Yitzchak, that, excuse me, there was a story in front of Rav Yitzchak that in the case of a Balchai, it's not going to be the case. As Rashi in the first white line points out, The only time we're going to collect, not in front of a person, is for Aksuba But if we're discussing a regular Balchayv, then that would not be the case. But for even in a Balchayv, we would yes go down and in front of him. Why? Because says Rava, a Balchayv is similar. Meaning the whole reason why Exubas Isha were letting the woman collect not in front of her husband is Misham China. We want women to be agreeable to get married. And she's going to be nervous if any time the husband goes overseas, they can't collect my Exuba. She's not going to want to get married. So says, Rav Yitzchak, that's the scenario of the Mishnah that she can make a Shvua. Bezin will go down into her property and allow her to collect. But Rava comes along and Rava says the reality, the same exact concern applies even by a Baal Chayf. We don't want people not to lend money because they're going to say the borrower is just going to skip down. I'll never be able to collect the money. So says the Rava, the same concern applies in that case in Imra of Nachman. And in those scenarios, you'll as well be able to collect Shloi Bafanov with a Shvua. We continue six lines from the bottom. Rav Shimon Aimer calls Machatevask Subasa, quoting the din of the Mishnah that Rav Shimon said. When we learned this din of the Mishnah, we said that the Gemara is going to explain exactly which part of the Mishnah is going on. Rav Shimon says a cryptic statement that whenever she comes along and collects claims or Ksuba, the Yisaimim make her swear. But if she does not collect her Ksuba, then the Yisaimim do not make her swear. So says the Gemara of Shimon Ahai, what case is Rav Shimon going on? So Amr On the case that we just spoke about, on the case that a woman collects the Ksuba Shleibafanov, in that scenario, Rav Shimon is teaching us that the only time she is allowed to collect with the Shvuah is Rav Shimon is teaching us 
then in that scenario, when she's collecting shaloi bifanov, when she's collecting and the husband's not here, then loyti bara elu bishvua is loyshana mezayni loyshana liksuba. Then, then, excuse me. Then, whether she's collecting the ksuba, whether she's collecting that she needs food, either way, she has to make a shvua. That's the din of the Tanakama. Vasa Rav Shimon Lameimar. Here, excuse me. Uh, I confused myself. One more time. The din of the Tanakam that we just learned that anytime a woman comes to collect down in front of her husband, she has to swear. That is That's regardless what she's coming to collect, whether she's collecting that she needs money to buy herself food, or whether she's collecting that she wants Iksuba in both scenarios. The Allah is Loiti Para El That's the Tanakam holds. Vasa Rav Shimon Lameimar. Kozmancha Tavaz Ksubasa. Rav Shimon disagrees. And Rav Shimon says, whenever she's collecting a ksuba, the Yarshim make her make a shvua, not in all scenarios, not if she is coming to collect mizainais. As we turn over to Pechasim and Beis, the Gemara explains, Einoi Tevas Ksubasa, Ein Yarshim Mashbi and that Rav Shimon is of the opinion she's not collecting her ksuba, but rather what's she collecting? She's coming to collect mizainais. Then ain yarshin mashbiinais. So that the only case that the yarshin can make her make a shvu. I'm sorry, I said it's very long winded. The only case the yarshin can make her make a shvu, according to Rav Shimon, is if she's coming to collect her ksuba. But if she's coming to collect mizainais, then not. Whereas the Tanakama was of the opinion that any time she claims money. Whether it's Mizaynes or Ksuba, the husband can make her swear. Says the Gemara of Kamifti Plukta, and this is a previous Machlaikis, the Tanan, we learned that the Chanan, Ubenei Kayanim Gidailim, the Machlaikis, the Chanan, and the children of the Kayanim Gidailim. The Tanan, we learned that in Mishnah. Mishalom Dinazayam, someone who goes overseas. Mishalom Dinazayam, someone who goes overseas, Vishnu Tavas Mizaynes, and a woman is claiming Mizaynes, she wants support from her husband's estate. Chanan is of the opinion. She only makes a shvu if she's collecting her ksuba. She does not make a ksuba if she's collecting mezayne support. Just like Rav Shimon taught us. In both cases, she will have to make a shvu whether she's collecting the ksuba or the mezaynes. And the Gemara articulates Rav Shimon Kehanan Rabbanan Kibbenei Gahanan Gidelim. So first attempt, the Gemara says that din of the Mishnah of Shimon is going on the end of the Mishnah, where she's collecting her Ksuba Shleib of Neabal. Rav Shimon is going like the opinion of Hanan, not like the Bnei Kahan of Gitalim. Asks the Gemara, Maskla Rav Shishas, Hai Yarshin Mashbin Oisam. Bezdin Mashbin Oisami Bayale. Says Rav Shishas, the wording in the Mishnah doesn't fit. If this is really what Rav Shimon was talking about, why did he say the Yarshim? There's no Yarshim over here. This is the case where a woman is claiming from the estate of the husband, but not because he's not dead, but because he's overseas. So who's making her swear? Not the Yarshim, but Bezdin. So Elam Rav Sheshit, Rav Sheshit says, you know what, Rav Shimon is going on a different case. Aha, uh-huh. on an earlier case from an earlier Mishnah, 
Rav Shimon is going on the case of the Mishnah back on pay vav amid on pay vav amid base. We said over there that if she goes home straight from the burial to her father's house, and she's not made an administrator on the estate of her husband, the Yarshin can't make her swear about anything. Then they can't make her swear. I lost it on future endeavors. They can't make her swear on previous endeavors. On this then, a bit cryptic, two blah later, that if she's collecting her ksuba, the Yarshim can make her swear. The Yarshim cannot make her swear. And then, then it comes along that this machlaikas in Rav Shimon and this Tanakam was machlaikas Abishan the Rabbon. The Tanam is there to the Mishnah. And Abachabish that was appointed by the father of Yisaymi Yishaba, she has to swear. Minu Bezdin, lo Yishaba. So now, according to this explanation, Rav Shimon is going like Abba Shal. That just like Abba Shal is teaching us that the only time there's a Shavuah is when Bezdin appoints. is going to be similar to the way that Rav Shimon is explaining it. That the only time that she has to swear is by Bezdin. Whereas Rabbanon is Kir Rabbanon. And we conclude that Maskevla Abaya, what do you mean? Calls Masha Tavask Subasa. In Toivasmi Baile. Again, now Abaya has a different word issue with the Gemara. Ask Abaya, what does it mean that whenever she collect claims her Ksuba, the Yarsha maker swears? Not whenever. It's if she comes along to collect her Ksuba, then the Yarsha maker maker swore. So Elam or Abaya attempt number three and a final attempt into. Pshad of Rav Shimon in the Mishnah, in the scenario of an earlier Mishnah as well. This also is a Mishnah from Pevav and Rebbe, the beginning of the Mishnah. That if the husband writes to his wife, Nedr Shvo, in the Alayich, I don't want to have a Nedr Shvo against you. Nedr Shvo, in the, excuse me, one more time. In the Alayich, in Yochla Shvi, I can't make you swear. Neder Shvoi in Li Vloi Li Yarshiv Lo Barim B'Shusei Alayich Val Yarshayich Val Barim B'Shusei. The husband writes this whole lengthy statement against his wife. They need Yochla Shvi. I can't make you swear. Lo Huv Lo Yarshiv Lo Barim B'Shusei. Lo Huv Lo Yarshiv Lo Barim B'Shusei. None of them can be made to swear. Vasa Rav Shimon and Neiman on this dinner. Shimon comes along and says, "Calls Mashiach Tavatz Ksuba saw that if she's claiming the Ksuba, Yarsha Mashbina, so they make her swear." Come if we look to Davashal Ben Neima Miriam, and this is a machlekes between Abashal and Ben Neima Miriam. Hopefully, this should sound familiar, as this was even more recent. This was yesterday's daf on Pei Zayin Amir Aleph that Rav Shimon is Kavashal, Rabbanan is Kirabbanan. And one more time, Maskevla Rapapa, I think called Majatavask Subasa, Ainoi Tavask Subasa, Michael and Maymar, the end of the Mishnah does not fit. Elam Rapapa, Lafuki, with Ravazamach Lokaisov, that this din of Rav Shimon is coming to say, is coming to exclude the way the Ravalazar and those that argued on Ravalazar explain. As you see over here, Rashi points out, Kalaymar, meaning to say this is not so simple what the Gemara means, that don't tell me Rav Shimon is going in the case of Akasla Nether, Shvua, Lechod, Plalig, Elo, Akula, Milsa, the Rav Lazar, Benim, Lechayusa, Plalig, he's arguing on the entire mission over there, 
And the Mirza Hashem, we're going to pick it up from the Mishnah. It's true, this last piece you ran through pretty fast. We just have to go back to Pei Zayin, remind yourself of the Machlaikas. We'll pick it up from the Mishnah. B'siyato Dishmayo.